Everyman Podcast. Everyman Podcast got a little hip hop swag, swang going on right there, man. I like it. Doing a little swingy swang. Shout out, shout out to the Cobalt Kid, uh, great producer, uh, hip hop extraordinaire, uh, for providing that uh, that lovely intro track there for today. that tasty morsel of yeah. music yeah a little rain good. a little rain a little everyman rain daryl campbell there it is what's happening brother same old same old my brother just being an everyman in an everyman way working at the working at the factory man nfl films doing it you know what i mean cranking out hits left and right and center that's what you trying do. to man trying to get more emmys man more gold you know I want, give me the gold. Need more, need I more, want the need, gold. Need more paperweights, man. Need some more paperweights around here. You know. Give me the yeah. gold. Give me the gold. I want. <laughs> I want to know where the gold is. Give me the gold. <laughs> we're uh, we're referencing uh, the great viral video of um, mm. the leprechaun in Alabama. So if you guys haven't oh, yeah. seen that, I'll throw it in the show notes. It's it's a viral <laughs> classic. This was like pre YouTube. And Daryl had never seen it, and uh, no, I, think I, I, I think I broke him because he was laughing yeah, about it for, for two it was, days. Um, it was unbelievable. I mean, when you see this guy reference a leprechaun that we all know isn't there, nor is it real. But uh, what, what was the what was was it the flute? The flute was yeah the, the right. yeah the, lep- the the guy that had the leprechaun flute. I really think Oof. that somebody could make that into a movie. Stupid Seth Rogen comedy uh, would be perfect for that story. I think it would be epic. So uh, we're uh, doing a little work in advance this week because if you're listening to this now, I am in Disneyland. Yeah. So as you're listening to this, I'm in uh, the the happiest place on earth, and I'm having having a great time. I'm uh, you know it's funny I've never I've never particularly been a Disney fan. Um, You know, as a child of the '90s, I of course grew up watching Lion King and. Little Mermaid and of course, of course, you know, under under the sea, yeah, under the sea, all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, um, I was, you know, the Pixar stuff, you know, that's interesting, of course, you know, Toy Story, yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Who doesn't love a little Buzz Lightyear? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never, I was always like wondering, like, I see these adults going to Disneyland by themselves or Disney World, and I would, I actually, uh, you know, I would say. I'm never going to be one of those adults that goes to Disneyland or Disney World without a child. Like, I just have no, mm-hmm. there's no, there's nothing there for me. Well. No desire. Well. Now there is. A couple years ago, Disney buys Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about Star Wars a lot the last couple of weeks. And, yeah. you know, the first, I guess, maybe four years ago uh, when I was out at NAMM. So, you know, the last last year was the first year I, I skipped NAMM. I've been there five years in a row. Yep. And I took one off, and then I'll be going back for my sixth trip. And every year, you know, I, you walk by Disneyland to get to the Anaheim Convention Center. And I'm always seeing all the kids come out with their little Mickey ears and everybody's happy and stuff. And then, you know, they announced, oh, we're going to bring Star Wars theme park to Disneyland. And I saw them building that thing. And then I saw a glimpse of uh, the Millennium Falcon that they have there, the full-size mm-hmm. Millennium Falcon. I said, oh, You only it. need a glimpse of it. You no. only need one little glimpse and that's it. Just the tip. And, Just the tip. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, you know... Got the opportunity. Nam was like, hey, you want to come out and do a little media work for the Everyman podcast? I was like, I'd be happy to. Who would I be mm-hmm. to decline such an invite? And, <laughs> um, you know, naturally we we're like, hey, let's turn this into a Disney trip. So, you know, the fiance's mm-hmm. coming. We're going to Disneyland. And she uh, she booked me. Um, it's, my, it's my engagement gift. Uh, an experience in Savi's lightsaber workshop. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this at all? 
I'm familiar that you're going to probably have one of the most epic experiences of all time, of, of all time. I hope, that, I hope they're prepared to deal with a grown man crying and maybe with a partial erection. I think that they've probably experienced that before. So shouldn't you know, be by all means, they probably have like a, you, you, you could probably show more than the tip there. Yeah. They're used to lightsabers, as you know. When so. I when I walk in, they're going to see me. They're going to know they're going to have to put me in the special solo room so that mm-hmm. I don't offend anyone. But yeah, yeah uh, so basically, you go in and it's like a full experience where you you build your own lightsaber from uh, soup to nuts, as we say uh, mm-hmm. in the project management business. And um, you get to put the kyber crystal in. You get to choose what color crystal, you know. And and there's like you can make a, a Sith uh, lightsaber. You can make a Jedi. Mm-hmm. You can make like this weird one that's like nature and elemental um you know i'm i've been uh i think i've spent more time thinking about what kind of lightsaber i'm gonna build um than anything else uh, what color is your lightsaber going to be well i thought initially i'd have to go red for the Mm -hmm. sith because i just you know i feel a strong i always had a soft spot for darth vader and i always Mm -hmm. thought there's an interesting parallel of that character to me in that this is a guy who uh you know he kind of had to had great great potential mm-hmm. as a young person um but ultimately suffered a great medical loss right gets into mm-hmm. that into that mm-hmm. little fire pit yeah. and uh, cuz he got evil i didn't get evil okay um right. that's the one difference but he's reliant on all this technology to keep him alive and, uh, you know, I always kind of felt like a similarity there um, with with the Dark Lord. So, um, yeah. And plus, who doesn't love that look? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to have it. The, you got to have the, it. The Sith always have way cooler shit than the Jedi. It's, uh, I mean, it's, their branding is on point. Planet destroyers, sun destroyers, everything destroyers. Come on. And, and just think about this logically for a second. If you're, if you're the Rebel Alliance and you know they're building a, a Death Star... Oh yeah, you know what I mean. What are you doing? <laughs> yes, like how are how how are you trying to outwork that? Seriously, come on. You know it's funny in uh, in Clerks. I'm not sure if you've ever seen Clerks or for mm-hmm. our listeners, but if they, there's a funny bit in there about like, you know, they killed a lot of innocent people. There was probably some contractors, you know, subcontractors, third party vendors, you know, kitchen staff. Was the kitchen staff evil? I don't know. <laughs> You know, who's feeding these guys? You know, who's who's just there, you know, oh hey, I'm just here to repair the plumbing. You know what I mean? Right. That guy's right. that guy's dead. You know? Va- vaporized. Vape vaporized. You vaporized, vaporized a bunch of innocent third party vendors for no reason. Wasn't wasn't there wasn't there a product actually called Vaporize? That's from a Jack Black film with Oh yeah. That's a that's yeah, a movie yeah, that people yeah. always overlook. It was like one of those weird ones that came out of Ben Stiller. Yeah. It's Ben Stiller, Christopher Walken and Jack Black and like he makes this <laughs> his uh, Jack Black invents this this spray that makes poop disappear and Ben Stiller is his neighbor across the street and doesn't invest in it and then Jack Black becomes like a billionaire and it's a it's a great do, do, it's a great story. Do you remember the question? Where does it go? Yeah, where does the poo go? Where does it go? Oh my gosh, yeah, it's it. a classic. It's a classic. Love it. But um, yeah. So obviously, I'm drawn to the dark side a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but because it's Disney, yeah. Don't worry, Daryl. They've got 
plenty of uh, extra kyber crystals to sell me. So, and they're actually mm. pretty reasonable. So, I, what my plan is is to get a red one for my build that I build, right. and then in the gift shop on the way out, I'm going to get that Mace Windu violet. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It's not purple; go. it's violet. There it is. So, the yeah. healthy, healthy shade of both mixed. <laughs> in I love, only Samuel L. Jackson. I love that he's the only one. You know, he made that deal with them. That was like, yeah, I'm the only one that'll ever have a purple lightsaber in uh, Star mm-hmm. Wars. Like, I think it's a it's contractual it. bit. Shaft. <laughs> he Shaft. should. He, you know, at the end when he's like totally lost it, he should do. He should just put all his characters together into one. You know, shaft with a lightsaber and a <laughs> and an eye patch. Another jacket eye patch. In a plane dealing with snakes. Wielding the force with a snake in in his back pocket. <laughs> Be perfect. Be perfect. Snakes perfect. on a plane. Great film if you haven't seen it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Hopefully, there's no snakes on my plane. So I'm getting ready to go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to this lightsaber build. You put the crystal in there. You put the handle together. You put the blade yeah. on the whole bit. You get the blade. You get the case. And apparently, it's like it's like heavy duty prop oh, grade. Yeah. Like it's like it's, it's got some it's got some weight to it. So I'm looking forward some to heft. that. Yeah, yeah, big time, big heft. Yeah. And then of course, you know, National Association of Music Merchants. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, it's a raucous party every year, and uh, I always end up staying up for like 24 hours on one of those days and acting like a loon. So mm-hmm. if any of our listeners are going to be at NAM and, uh, you know, hit us up. I'm assuming you're going to have a plethora of do at your disposal. Oh my God. At this event. You know, that's, I mean, you might have a little bit more than do too, but you know, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be stacking the diet dues. I, I, I transferred over to the diet dues cause I'm trying to, what? Oh, I'm just, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to balance, I'm trying to balance off some of the sugar I'm intaking, you know, trying to get oh, a little less sugar God. in my, in my veins every day. But, uh, yeah, the diet dues been kicking and, um, stacking those XP call of duty XP tokens. Like, uh, you mm-hmm. wouldn't believe, um, there you go. It's really it's groundbreaking, so yeah, I've got I've got a bag that I'm bringing with me dedicated to do. Uh, my fiance will be um, operating as a, as my production assistant at Nam, and uh, she will be fully stocked with dues, uh, probably some guyake, uh, yerba mate tea. That's the that's the shit right there. The guyak. You get me all yeah. hopped up on the goo, and you you don't on the goo. You don't want to deal with that, especially at Disneyland <laughs> with a lightsaber in my hand. Lightsaber, yeah. Hey. I've been pra- I've been practicing all my force moves so I can really yeah. you know ready and uh, <laughs> doing some some light training to get you know get my saber work up get lifted uh, up yeah I can't wait to uh, I'm probably gonna smack myself in the head no less than a dozen times with that thing mm-hmm. yeah and uh, I don't know how I'm expected to walk around Disneyland with a lightsaber and not get in trouble I think I think they understand I think they know in advance that they're gonna be they're gonna be some people like you walking around with nefarious intentions with a lightsaber maybe do you think like Jedi's well no I mean they're they're one with the force so they wouldn't have to walk around with like a lightsaber permit or anything you know so that's well that's the thing like uh you know they say like oh did, where'd you get that lightsaber did you kill did you kill a jedi to get that and it's like no i am a jedi there, there was i forget which one that, that might have been yeah. uh, the prequels but when uh ben kenobi is is on that that planet i don't want to you don't want to sell me any death sticks yeah. um speaking of which you see they just announced the ben kenobi show for disney plus Ooh, yeah i and like it ewan mcgregor is uh back as young ben kenobi even though now he's like a He's like probably fifteen years younger than 
old Ben Kenobi was uh, in the original. Yeah, yeah. He's well, that'd a, be cool. Disney Plus is doing some really interesting things, man. You dude, know they just mean? took Home Alone off of it. I didn't get a chance to finish watching it. I started Ooh. it one day. I go back to finish it, and it's like Home Alone is gone. They only have Home Alone 3 on there now with that other fucking kid. <laughs> Got to write him a letter, man. Kid with that stupid haircut. Up, you know? Yeah. Trying, trying to blow away classics for new content, probably. What? Home Alone. Get it back on. Yeah, I don't need any new Home Alone. I come just on, need, come just on, need Kevin McAllister. Come on. What shitty parents they were. Here's the thing. Two times in a row. That's what I mean. Like, like back to, like not, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like there was, you know, some time in between where you're like, oh, okay, well, we can get this shit back on track. And yeah, then it's pretty much like oh, the next happened. Christmas. The very next Christmas. It's like, we did it again. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you think like Child Protective Services would get involved at that point? I know, right? There, would ne- there definitely wouldn't be a third. I can tell yeah. you that. Absolutely. Especially Absolutely. today. <laughs> Dude, I remember I remember the second the second time, right? And they're talking to I don't know, it was like an air marshal or something or like somebody in security and they're explaining that they did this the year before and the and they start laughing, both of them. And then <laughs> the guys like looking at them like are you fucking serious? <laughs> like you can't even take your kid to the hospital twice for stitches in a calendar year anymore before they come you know at your mean? house. Yeah. You know, and, um, and if they did it today, like, you know, home alone today oh, would be dude. like, it would be like um, the minute he realizes his parents left him, he'd probably get on Twitter and uh, you know, he would be trying to cancel his parents, you know, with, <laughs> with, and the next thing you know, Huffington post is like, these parents just left their son home and you won't believe what happened next you know for two two years in a row joe pesci tried to kidnap him (laughs) and he fended them off with his wit alone and ice and he had that sick little voice recorder modulator thing (laughs) that's and then when that toy came out worked nothing like it did the movie by the way thank you thank you so much mattel yeah assholes My cousin had that, and I was like, what does it do? It literally was a tape recorder. Didn't oh, make my absolutely. voice sound funny. The little microphone extended thing wasn't even the microphone. The mic- it was They just put a tape recorder in a new plastic casing. It did. So they did back then. Just changed change the length of the plastic and the width and colors so that you could be entertained. See, now they can fuck kids over now by just selling me the same copy of Madden every year and just... <laughs> You know this new one. Like I, I had to start. I had to, and you know, we'll see what happens in July. But they like left Madden nineteen graphics like in the Chargers stadium, like in the mm. on the wall. This is like wow, like Madden nineteen, like in, in several levels. And it's like, are you really? You're gonna charge wow. me sixty bucks? And you're not even gonna take the time to update like the right. background. I do just take take the background out. What are you doing? Right. Maybe they thought like it was kind of like an ode to the one before, so right. If well, it's in the new one, even okay. worse, even worse. Chargers fans were like, "Oh, oh, okay," <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like that's pretty much you know what you're telling them. So you're gonna do that now? Like we're not even All gonna right. give your team a once over? No, no. <laughs> you're stuck. That's crazy. Yeah, you're, stuck. you're stuck with you're it. Stuck with you're stuck with it. Thankfully, uh. Thankfully, we got so many options. So, yeah, Nam, uh, I'm going to be doing some 
several interviews. So mm-hmm. uh, meeting up with some some musicians I played with on, and toured with, uh, some some guys that are working for big uh, international music companies that uh, are going to talk to us a little bit about their products that I mm-hmm. think are cool. Um, and obviously, we're not here to you know tell you to go buy things, but um, I think it'd be cool to be able to kind of talk a little bit about stuff that you know, gear that I find interesting, especially all the gear that I'm using to put these podcasts together for, for us here. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff out there that, uh, you know, if you guys are a podcaster yourself or maybe a YouTube creator, something along those lines, uh, you might find interesting. So definitely the weeks coming after Nam is going to be a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of those interviews. We've got some, some really cool interviews on deck with some, some more former NFL players, uh, some, some awesome touring musicians, some returning guests. I mean, we've got it. Mm-hmm. We've got it all going. And right now, before I forget, I'd like to make a special shout out. Mm-hmm. In the last seven days, our fifth most popular city is in Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure where that is. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I said it. I, I'm pretty sure I said it almost right. Yeah, but that we had so. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for thanks for coming along the ride. Shoot us a note. Let us know uh, what's popping in Azerbaijan that uh, yeah. that maybe the everyman can get involved in, mm-hmm. and uh, we we will uh, service you with a smile. That's it, man. That's it. Service with a smile. The everyman Thank podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, move, moving on from there, man. We've uh, we had a. Uh, you know, we're off to a good start. I had we had a great conversation with Hodge last week, and yep. uh, I mean, if you can't hear the excitement um, in my voice while talking to Hodge, it's be it's you know, it's so cool for me to uh, talk to a guy that I watch play. Yeah, you know, yeah. not like it's any less cooler to talk to any of these other wonderful guests we have uh, have had on that have played in the NFL. But um, you know, it's a it's a guy from. A team that I've loved since uh, I got a Steelers tattoo for crying out loud. You know, yeah. that's my team. And um, also, it's uh, they, there's an expression, and I've learned this um, the hard way. They say, don't meet your heroes because you can get disappointed, right? Well, this was a rare instance where getting to talk to somebody who's been there, been at, been involved with something you really respect, and you've spent a lot. I've spent a lot of my time not just watching it on TV, but going mm-hmm. to the games and buying the jerseys, doing all that stuff. It's awesome to hear that, yeah, they actually, you know, they treated him well. They treated him with respect. And yeah. the guys that I looked up to, like the James Harrisons of the world and the Will Gays of the world, I was right in doing so. And I, they were, they are, and still continue to be great, hardworking uh, professional athletes that give back to the next generation uh, behind them. And I think whether you're in, uh, you know, sports or music or entertainment, any form of entertainment or, or just, you know, that kind of career path. That's interesting stuff. Yeah, man. Class act organization through yeah. and through. And, and Hodge is, is uh, no exception to that. He's a, he's a straight up dude. I mean, it was a great podcast. And I mean, he just he just bled through that whole thing. Oh, Honest. Dude. He was the man. Just bled through it. And, you know? and I have to say this. So you got to my house maybe around eleven o'clock. Hodge was there maybe eleven thirty. I ended up hanging out with him till like seven thirty. Like mm-hmm. I spent all friggin' day with the guy, you know. And yeah. it was just like it was great. We were just yeah. hanging out, being dudes, and yeah. uh, looking forward to seeing him again uh, here in a couple weeks. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, having some more, having some more fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. So 
what's your take on what's going on with the NFL? So we saw the Patriots lose to the Titans. Shout out to Tajay Sharp, mm-hmm. former and current and forever everyman. Uh, yeah. Former guest on the show. You can go back in the archives, check that out. Uh, T Sharp, hear, hear what he had to say. And it's really cool to you know have a guy on in the preseason, before the preseason, really, um, mm-hmm. tell you what he's going to do and how the team's building and working, and then to see them in the playoffs, not only in the playoffs, but thriving and uh, really shocking a lot of people. Um, yeah, man. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing from. The biggest takeaway from that game is uh, a guy that's six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds, um, and Derrick Henry that was just running amok, man. Like it was ridiculous. And scary. you know, I mean, what did what did Tannehill have? Something like seventy five yards passing. Yeah, I like, think you don't really need to pass if you got a, a guy running people over like that, that big. Dude, this they remind me of the Steelers in 05, man, when they had been rookie, you know, second year player. Mm-hmm. was just basically asked to not lose the game in a ridiculous running game and a stout-ass defense. Mm-hmm. That's how you yeah. win in the playoffs, I'm told. It's, you know, it's all about peaking at the right time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's – I tell you what, if you just give somebody a, like a little – like just a glimpse, a glimmer of hope and 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 and, and they, they take the talent and they turn it into results, man, like – that's what that game was. And it's it's very difficult sometimes. I'm not saying I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I respect his game. That's where I'm at. Like with 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 a monsoon of respect, I have I have a I have a monsoon of respect for his game. Um but Tennessee's defense was Tenacious. on point, bro. Like they frustrated that man like no other. They were always in his face, and that's something that you have to do with Brady. You got to throw him off yep. his timing and his rhythm. I mean, he's been that been in that system for a long ass time. So when you throw off the rhythm, the rhythm from him, give him no spatial awareness, give him no chance to step up into the pocket and you know make you know passes into tight windows and get to Welker. Ah, it's a hard road to hold for well, that offense. Well, you, you know, know what's crazy is like the the formula for beating Brady has been established since like 2008 really with yeah. with uh you know the giants in that mm-hmm. super bowl and then yeah. you know again but with the eagles um the thing that's weird though is like how come that doesn't ever happen in the regular season and is it like a matter of preparation where these coaches know like especially Vrabel like he was in that system and he played with Brady won a super bowl with Brady like right. you know, he knows that, and 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 he can get his his team coached up for that. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting, you know. Nevertheless, but um, it just yeah. goes to show, you know, any given Sunday, man, in, in the NFL, it's it's uh, there's no sure things. Well, that, and then also, which is what you know, Belichick has been a master of is situational football. He's been in the game for so long, he's seen it all. But here's the thing. Everything is based upon game plan. So, like, the same things that you've game planned on teams during the regular season, you have to always anticipate there's something going – that something's going to be different during the postseason. And you might not ju- you might not know what that something is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, you know, I think the matchup against Tennessee was kind of uh, indicative of that, and they didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer quick enough. So, Well, and also yeah. when a guy like Derrick Henry's – shitting on you like that. I oh, mean, you're not going to stop that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
that was that was impressive. So shout out to the Titans. Uh, you know, the old 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 Steeler rival. I grew up. Uh, I mean, watching Steve McNair find ways to beat the Steelers all the time back in yeah. the old AFC Central. So, you know, I'm kind of I don't hate him as much anymore now that we don't have to see him twice a year. But yeah. uh, good to see them. Good to see them rolling. You know, Eagles watch that game with Hodge over at my parents' house. Um, yeah. That was like Tough. as soon as I saw and I said this on the podcast with Hodge, I have this soft spot for these journeyman quarterbacks. I love that story. To me, I will. I, that's a story that should be told forever is these guys like the Josh McCowns, the Garrett, you know, mm-hmm. the, the guys that, uh, the Tommy Maddoxes, you know, that, yeah. that keep grinding and get it going. Like Alex Smith is kind of in that, yeah. in that category too. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Tannehill now, I mean, I Dubois. always kind of thought he was, yeah. uh, dare I say a little bit of a chode, but I mean, what do I yeah. know? And, uh, now seeing him, like he got his humble pie and waited for his opportunity and showed up yeah. and he led his team to the playoffs. That's what's up, man. I got I got nothing but respect for that guy. If you like two, three, four, five years ago, say Ryan Tannehill would be leading the Tennessee Titans. Oh, I know. To the playoffs, Over the Patriots in the playoffs, yeah, it's ridiculous. Over the place. Come on, nobody. Yeah, and they're hot. And, and Marcus Mariota. Come on, now. You would never. You yeah. would never say that. But, well, I mean, the good thing is, you know, Mariota is a great player, and I'm sure he's going to go somewhere and get uh, get another opportunity. Watch mm-hmm. him go to like the L.A. Rams or something. Yeah. You know. I'm sure he'll he'll find his way, you know, or yeah. or the Chiefs as a backup or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somebody somebody will get that boy some work. But yeah. uh, so back to the backup quarterback moment there. When I see Josh McCown come in, now I've got a nickname for Josh McCown. I call him the Weapon. Um, the reason I call him the Weapon is because back in Madden '03, yeah, all right, my first year of playing Madden, Marshall Falk on the cover. This was uh, the year after Josh McCown's rookie year when he, you know, he was kind of lighting it up. Uh, yeah. In his second year as Arizona in Arizona, and he was running a lot. Like he was fast when he yeah. was in the league. Like early on, he was like a young stallion, a young warrior. <laughs> and uh, I always used to play with the Cardinals, and I'm just dropping dimes to a young Larry Fitzgerald and just <laughs> shredding people, scrambling out with Josh McCown. I loved it. I was like, here comes the weapon because he had this weird speed and acceleration where like he could gouge you for 50 yards in Madden 03. So I've always, always had a soft spot for McCown. Love seeing him go everywhere he plays. Mm-hmm. When I see that man come into the game, granted, I don't want to see any player get injured, especially a head injury. Um, yeah. That sucks. However, I was all of a sudden a Philadelphia Eagle fan pulling for Josh McCown for that whole game. Yeah. I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to win. Well, I mean, let's talk about Josh McCown and let's just talk about just, you know, you come in, you haven't been, I should say, I don't want, I don't want to, I want to go there. Let's just do this. Josh McCown comes in, he nearly takes them, you know, he nearly puts them in a position to to win the game, right? He sacked six, seven times, and is and still gets back up. I mean, the fight in that guy, man. That's what I mean. You, you know can see I mean? it in his face. Just, just the fight in that guy. We have, we have, he has no we quit. Have, dude, we have footage here of just kind of like the post game and just some of the shots that we got of him. Dude, he was like, he was balling like it, you know, like he was five, but you could just see the passion, you know what I mean? Just exuded out there on the field. Like every moment he was, he was ready, even when it was, even when he's getting his butt torn out the frame, he still got back up and just kept fighting. And I think that's, 
that's what that's what Eagles football is all about, man. You know what I mean? Well, so. that's what good. That's what championship football is about. You know, and, oh, yeah. and like this is the again. Who am I to say? Mm-hmm. But you know, Eagles fans, you got to understand the the reason teams win a lot and consistently over decades, not two three years, decades. Like the Patriots can, like the Steelers can, like the the you know the 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 Patriots, the Packers, all these teams we talk about all the time. They they keep championship culture around, and oh, yeah. you know like the whole Nick Foles thing. Is it a system thing? Is it a championship thing? Well, I'll tell you what. Bet they wish they had him this year. Mm-hmm. Bet you they wish they had him this year. And you know not to say that Carson Wentz can't win a championship, um, but you know you got to have. You got to have that leadership in the right spots. And when I'm watching Josh McCown come in there, he's working with some of these guys, like that, the receiver, 84, Greg Ward. Like he's pretty much off the street, you know. Yeah. And yeah. rookie running back, and if that if that running back caught that that fourth down, I mean, he could have taken that all the way to the house. And you're you're talking about, you know. And also, there's some some weird little things like, you know, they did those two fourth downs in a row. If they had kicked the field goal the first time, kicked the field goal the second time. Then they could have been in it, you know, the last minute there when they had that ball again. So um, I hope Josh McCown comes back. And the other thing that's cool about him is, like, he's coaching high school football down in North Carolina or wherever it is during the week. And then coming back up for, like, practices and meetings and games all season. And, like, he's th- – that tells you the guy loves the game. And he's, he's like, giving, giving it all on both ends. And uh, not to mention being a family man. So, shout out to Josh McCown. I hope you. I hope you come back and uh, you know do it again next year. And he's he's always gonna find a way to get on the field. It's like every time every off season I see Ryan Fitzpatrick sign somewhere. I'm like, up oh, here we go. We're gonna get four games of magic. You just don't know what four <laughs> games they're gonna be. You don't know? know which ones. You don't know which ones, <laughs> but I'm ready for it. And it's the same yep. thing with Josh McCown. I mean, you look at the teams he's he's played for, and I don't think there's a single time where he's been brought in to be the guy. Uh, but he ends up getting his team some wins. Yep, yep. He's gonna be the man. Playoff football, the baby. man. Playoff football. Yep. So you got, uh, you know, Chiefs are ready to roll. Ravens mm-hmm. are ready to roll this weekend. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like to make predictions. Um, I will predict something. I don't. I honestly don't think uh, the Ravens make it out of the divisional round. Um, I just as a gut feeling, uh, I could be wrong. And Lamar Jackson goes out and you know has another eight touchdowns or whatever. But yeah. um. I think things are different when you get into the playoffs and uh, when you're when you're playing uh, other hungry, experienced coaches. So we well, I, shall see. I, I, I kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna second that. I, there's something in there. I mean, I my the, the 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 better portion of me wants to say that he he will, but then I just got that little bitty it's piece little bit of doubt. Just like ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's saying that that, that you know what I mean is saying next year, not this year. I don't know why, but yeah. yeah, I mean, there's look, they're going to be a good team for a while with him. And, uh, you know, I'm, it sucks that the Steelers are no longer the only team in the North with a franchise quarterback, but such is life in the NFL. Such is life. Such is life. 15 years go by real quick. And it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Yep. Kind of crazy. So NFL football is in full swing. XFL football is about to pop off, and uh, I'm eyeing up those five game packages. Uh, I might, I might go, uh, I might go in and become a Guardian fan. So well, we'll I'm see. looking, 
I'm 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 um I'm interested to see how it all shapes up. I really wanted to succeed this time around because I think that you know if they can hit the sweet spot, you know, kind of in tandem or as an assist with the NFL, I think it could be something hugely popular and and very big, not just you know as a sole entity, but I think in conjunction with the league to have it around for a long long time. And they need a feeder system. They've been dying for something like that for a long time not to say that it will just be a feeder system um uh but if it could kind of get there that would be that would be cool i mean if you love if you if you love nfl football and you you cherish the you know a lot of the things that people the reason why they love football is because like your family comes over your friends come over you have mm-hmm. you cook you're, you're drinking you're you're whatever yep. you know it's a it's a it's a community thing and even when it's like you know, when the Eagles won won the Super Bowl, uh, you know, people were a little bit happier for a little bit. Or yeah. like when I'm out in public and I see a Steelers fan, they're wearing a Steelers hat, no matter where I am, I'm like, hey, what up? You know, yeah. like it's a, it's a bonding thing. If you love that, then you should be rooting for um, another place for young athletes to perfect the, their craft um, and and ha- make more of those memories like oh yeah like it's it's another place for guys like like Hodge to work Mm -hmm. why wouldn't why wouldn't like all these guys that these journeymen guys that I love uh, you know and and that fans have like a soft spot for why wouldn't you want them to have another opportunity to work so if you're if you're if you're not a football fan you know give it give it a try support it and uh get you know give it give it your attention and Mm -hmm. it might be good yeah I don't. I don't see why not. I mean, Lord knows the AFL game isn't really doing what it should. So, well, I think that's done, know. right? I'm, I know at least AF one is definitely done. Um, they might have some semi-pro semblance of AFL at two, three, fourth levels, but yeah, they have the AF one structure is out of there. So. I tell you what, I think a big difference between AFL and this XFL is all I was seeing. The, the playoff month, you know, January and then leading up was like tons of Instagram videos of like, because Troy Palomalu was involved. He was like the, the mm-hmm. head of player personnel or something. Yeah. Heinz Ward was involved. They had all these dudes involved and they were spending a ton of money on on advertising and, mm-hmm. and getting everything together. And I think that might have been the, the mistake. And what the XFL is doing is like they're quietly just building a league that over the last two years. And it's crazy how... Time flies uh, from the time that the rumors were that, you know, Vince was bringing it back to now. Um, but, you know, it'll be like, oh, Super Bowl's over. Now what? And then it'll be like, hey, XFL. Check out Got Josh Johnson. Thing. Yeah. Got this thing. Keep the keep the blood uh, keep the blood pumping with keep, football. Keep it engorged. It's going to mm-hmm. be good. I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for the XFL. So we've got a lot of exciting, uh, exciting things here. You know, we're we're mere weeks away from our one year spectacular Mm -hmm. this will Mm -hmm. be episode 48 so we're coming Mm -hmm. in hot on 52 there it is hot and lethal hot and bothered oh yeah hot hot hot, bothered hot hot and bothered and and ready to rock Mm -hmm. so uh yeah man i'm looking forward to it and um you know eventually i'm gonna make my way to seeing that star wars movie eventually and uh, I just keep hearing more and more about it, and I just go, I just keep thinking, you know what? I might just want to enjoy this in the comfort of my own home. Every growing day, I think that's where I think that's kind of where I am. It's crazy, crazy to think that uh, I would I would feel that way about Star Wars, but yeah, 
yeah. the way I look at it is like it's another thing. It's like it's yeah. like a second thing. And you know, Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope, those will always be there for me. Mm-hmm. With the magic of Disney Plus. <laughs> so we're uh we're we're kicking into twenty twenty. We're well into it. We're killing it. We're having yep. a good time. And uh gonna have a nice safe trip to California. Yeah, and when dude. I get when I get back here, you guys are gonna ha- hear some cool stuff. I'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you all about the Savi's workshop and mm-hmm. the San San Diego Zoo and San Diego, which of mm-hmm. course means a whale's vagina. 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 I believe that is how the proper pronoun. Have When in um, Rome. Yes, when in right? Rome. When in that? San Diego. <laughs> when in Rome. Go on. Go on. You know, it's amazing. That's another one where you go. You know how funny Anchorman is? Yeah. Well, yeah. A ma- it's the complete opposite in Anchorman 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Isn't that true? Right. Lanolin? Like sheep's like, wool? Like sheep's wool? Le- Lanolin? <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Will Ferrell. How yeah. the mighty have changed. I love that guy, though. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a king. Him. He's a king. <laughs> you ever see the one, the, the Spanish movie he did? Casa de mi Padre. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like a Spanish Western. That's on Netflix. Yeah. That's a good one to watch uh, when you're That's uh, awesome. when you want to hear Will Ferrell <laughs> speak Spanish. So, well, um, that about does it for us this week. Have a great week. Have a safe, uh, safe journey through life. And yeah. uh, we will catch you very soon. On the flip side.